All right, guys, welcome to a brand new episode of Injury Time, your one-stop shop for everything on Indian football. Before we begin, first up, a very happy new year. Hope you had a great entry into, into 2022 and I hope you're staying safe and taking all the necessary precautions because look around, uh, COVID is still at large and it's just getting worse. So be safe, be indoors as much as possible. And let's talk football. Let's talk Indian football this time. Now, there's a lot that's happened from the last time we recorded a show which was just before Christmas and we went on a leave because that's what people do during the holiday season. But now we are back. We are back, hopefully with a bag. Let's see about the firecrackers. Joining me on today's episode, family of phases. First up, from Bangalore, a guy who just bruised his finger, if I'm not wrong. Sandeep, how's your finger doing? It's okay. Uh, it's in ice pack, but yeah. All right, all right, all right. That's up, that's up. And then from Delhi, from the cold, for the cold weather of Delhi, Abresh Mina comes back after a long hiatus, if I can say so. It's been a long time. We missed you. Yeah, it's been a long time, yeah. yeah. And also, your fellow post, uh, member in the football team that you're running in the Delhi football circuit, Orko Vatacharya, Orko, <laughs> he looks disappointed because that's his... Terrible intro. Terrible intro. So that's all you get for all the bashing and trolling you do for me. And Slow is saying, hello boys. I don't think he notices that we have a... Yes, Slow, I'm also here. What is this, Slow? What are you up to? Okay, guys. We can continue doing this throughout the episode. But first up, let's start with uh, what's happened in Indian football. ISL, we have a new table topper. Hyderabad FC... Went up, went to the top spot after their draw against ATK Mohan Bagan yesterday. Uh, Manolo Marquez, uh, Sandeep, you have been speaking a lot about him. You have spoke, to, you have spoken to him at the end of the last season, and this man has continued on from where he ended with Hyderabad last time round, and things just look really good for them this time. Yeah, yeah. obviously they've done a very good job uh, in terms of recruitment. He's got a great coach. He's worked with B teams a lot over the years. Uh, even like yesterday, he said in his post-match press conference, he's worked a lot with the younger players. So, ideal coach. He's got a new law, uh, contract. I mean, he signed a new contract before the start of the season. Uh, so, everything is ticked properly for Hyderabad. And uh, yeah, I'm very happy for them to be at the top. I think uh, they are sort of reached a level along with FC Goa as this uh, neutrals favourites. So, uh, kudos to them. I didn't have a great expectation when they shifted from Pune to Hyderabad, to be honest. Uh, they proved me wrong and uh, happy to be proved wrong. Well, things looking good for Hyderabad or Go. Sorry. Yeah, uh, <clears throat> I think they expected always. And uh, they just built on last season. And last season, they came very close. And if you look at it at the last moment, I think it was Ivan who, who denied them the top four spot. The last moment defending. So, I'm not really surprised. And I always say this. If Ogbech and Wanan came good, this season would be good. And so, it has proven. Uh, at this point, I think uh, that top spot is deserved. Even yesterday, they came from... Like, last minute, they got a goal. So, right. yeah, I mean, like... When 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 is something's going wrong, something going right, you know... Like, if everything goes right. And when something goes wrong, everything goes wrong. And Anurag Saikya saying their year-on-year progression. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's it's good to see that. I think also Manolo Marquez also is a is a, is, is a major factor in this progression also. Uh, I mean, if you look at it, like, in the first season, they had Phil Brown. And, I mean, no disrespect to him. But, 
I mean, it wasn't great by any stretch of imagination. So, uh, yeah, I mean, Manolo's done well. Well, Manolo's done well. Uh, Abhijesh Mina, yesterday's match, let's, let's talk a bit about that against ADK Mohan Bagan, who, who had a new coach uh, with Juan Fernando coming in, right? Uh, a lot was... A lot was expected. There was a good build-up that this match got, especially from the producers of the ISL Star Sports. Uh, and the match kind of lived up to the expectation for you? Yeah, it did. I think it was uh, exciting. Obviously, it started like on a very high note with that 12 second, uh, with that goal in the 12 second itself. So, yeah, I mean, obviously, it was a great start. But I, I don't think anyone's going to be happy with the way they conceded that first goal, yeah. I mean, so bad. I mean, they were doing uh, very well till then. I uh, Hyderabad was trying to get back in the game, but it was more or less uh, even. Like, it wasn't right. like uh, Hyderabad wasn't overpowering uh, ATK Mohan Bagan till then. But that goal went in in some fashion with Amrinder absolutely. Like, I really don't know what he was doing. But like, what do you have in popcorn like, then? <laughs> Yeah, I was actually like, yeah, I figured it. I mean, literally when that happened, that that's literally like the first thing that came in my head and I tweeted it out because I found it funny. So, yeah. But it was like, it was so unbelievable that he could let it slip like that. And it obviously, when it fell for Ogbeje at that point, I mean, there was no way he was not putting that in. So, Absolutely. yeah. But overall, it was great. I think Hyderabad really had excellent intensity throughout the game. And I think... That is something that pushed back ATK MB time and again, time and again. And I think uh, why Hyderabad was able to score uh, in the last minutes was also because they were just going on and on and on. I mean, they weren't letting up, they weren't backing down. Well, uh, Sandeep, that goal that, uh, that Abrish Mina spoke of, uh, Hamrinder Singh, it's been, if I may say so, it's been a regular, uh, regular thing in the ISL this time around. Goalkeepers not being up to the standard. Things have not gone well for them. And things, even yesterday in that game, it didn't look good for Amrinder. Yes, sir. It's just, uh, exactly why when I wrote the story, I was like, I always write these stories at the wrong time. <laughs> you know, but uh, to be fair to the goalkeepers, I'll, I'll defend them a little bit. I mean, can't defend them too much because a lot of them have been howlers. But uh, in doing research for the story that I was writing, uh, I spoke to Mark Gammon, who was a Hyderabad FC goalkeeping coach. And one of the things he said is, it's difficult for goalkeepers in India to improve all that much because you're essentially four months you're playing. And the rest of the eight months, you're sort of more or less uh, involved in ensuring that your body is fit, not really preparing for any competition per se. So he's saying, unless you have longer competition and these guys can continuously prepare for these games and have that experience, it's difficult for them to uh, sort of go up in that level. I don't know why there is more mistakes this time than last time around. Or maybe I'm just... Uh, it's a recency bias. I don't think so. I think there is a lot more errors this time around. Yeah. Than last time. yeah, yeah. Someone was saying about the ball and all. I, I don't know if that is a factor. I don't think so. Ball uh, shit. It just seems like... Uh, it reminds me of Dabulani from 2010 World Cup. Yeah, I mean, the people who are handling ball in the World Cup is a whole other level. Okay, let's not even... Uh, but Jabulani made a story out of itself. <laughs> and then we got the World Cup, right? 2006. Lord, Austin oh, Springs got a goal in the first day. I mean, first I, game, so. I, I absolutely so, do. 
so uh, yeah i i don't think all those are the problem i just think maybe it's something to do with concentration and uh, once you are uh, down you made a mistake then it's sort of playing on your mind you need to have a really really strong mindset to be a goalkeeper and uh, yeah it's a little surprising that uh, amrinder and gurpreet are both doing it uh, more often than before so that's a little worrying also from the national team perspective but i think honestly kattimani has done a very had a good season he's really improved from the time like to imagine what all he went through in the 2015 isl final where he was blamed for that goal in the final against chennai although he saved two penalties nobody talks about that but that mistake is the one that uh, sort of well, that's a goalkeeper's life everyone remembers what what you concede and not what you save yeah it's the last action of the goal right so uh, that's what uh, stays in your memory so yeah it's tough for them but uh, generally speaking yeah it's uh, not been great for the goalkeepers yeah for sure or like can you pinpoint it on a particular reason why this is happening like goalkeepers have been so underperforming if i may say so especially this you said this previously also i mean this season yeah uh, but uh, this season i can't in general like i said uh, this generation of goalkeepers probably not the greatest because uh, they've not had access to goalkeeping coaches uh, in their formative uh, years right uh, goalkeeping coaches are a relatively new phenomenon to uh, indian football in general uh, only right. like the national team uh, maybe the tfa uh, in its early years uh, not even like Uh, you know bet good academy such as the cfh chandigarh football academy or the dempo academy they even they didn't have keeping coaches because uh, i mean a lot even of when it comes to licenses if, even when it comes to goalkeeping licenses hmm. it's it's a relatively new phenomenon in india yeah yeah. Right? yeah yeah so for a long time like i said on india had only three uh, goalkeeping three yeah. uh, licenses i think one was gumperi with the other was uh, Gumpe who also played in the Indian national team. Yeah, the other Dinesh Nair. Um, and uh, how can I forget? I I seem to forget the third gentleman's name, but it's also a very famous uh, name. That's that's obviously slipping my mind right now. But yeah, um, for a long time we are only three goalkeeping coaches, and uh, and you also you also see that a lot of the keeping coaches in ISL teams are also foreign um, coaches. right uh, i was privileged to see uh, viru paji uh, you know up and close in, at fc goa and he's absolutely one of the best he's uh, he just puts his keepers through the absolute ringer uh, there like you do not want to be a you know keeper in in, in training under viru paji uh, viru himself uh, was a indian national team keeper back right. in the uh, 90s so i've i've seen keepers up and close also i've seen navin kumar the great navin kumar um up and close also um yeah i mean a lot of things for example there is this tentativeness when it comes to catching i feel uh, especially right. when it comes to let's say claiming aerial balls i always feel that that's that's a very big gray area that we have i feel sometimes they're not as commanding as you'd want them to be essentially i i i i read sandeep's uh, body say piece about how the goalkeeping is a lonely job and all obviously i mean it's a very uh, hemingway type of you know article that that sandeep spent right <laughs> and, uh, and see i told you the timing was not great okay this happens yeah, no, every time I mean, but the kudos, intention was the intention really, kudos to you to bring, bring out the human angle of of the of it all right and i agree it's it's a lonely job because Uh, nobody sees the striker that lost the initial ball like 
like you wrote in your piece, right? Nobody sees the defender that made the mistake, right? It's always boils down the keeper. I get it. But in India, it just seems like sometimes goalkeeping errors are just of their own doing. It's not even like the doing of somebody else. Like Amrinder yesterday, like what was that? Like, I mean, like it was, it was nuts. Like it was, it was such a routine catch and there wasn't even any pressure on Amrinder. It wasn't like somebody was, you know, uh, what do you say? Pressuring him. No, it, it was simple and it was a dolly that he spilled. Like it was unbelievable. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think might be confidence issues, uh, might be nerves, might be just lack of, I don't know, catching practice. I don't want to say it's catching lack of catching practice, right? That's that's all they that's do. That's just lack of training. That's just lack of training, yeah. yeah. There's a lack of training, yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it, this should not be the case, considering that we switched from six players to five players um, in, in season three, I feel. I think right. season three or season four. And uh, like keepers have had five straight years, and 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 first position to benefit was the good. Yeah, yeah, because because till then we had like half the teams played uh, foreign uh, keepers. I remember who was it? Apula Edel, who 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 played really well in the earliest seasons of the ISL, and all that. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Thanks, Akash. We'll, we'll move on. You're right. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. So on that note, since we've been asked to move on, let's move on, but not too far off. We stick with ATK Mohan Bagan because there have been changes there. A few new faces, oh, a new face might prop up in the coming days. But before we get down to talking about that new face, uh, Abresh Mina, Juan Fernando coming in. Last episode, we spoke about why it happened and how it happened and all of that. But this man coming in and taking over, over ATK Mohan Bagan, this team looks as good as we thought at the start of the season again in the season of the ISL, right? Um, yeah, I think I still think that they're uh, pretty tentative at the back. Uh, the, there's I, the, just a bit more solidity needed. Uh, I think uh, McHugh, if he can't uh, come back soon enough, that would hurt them because uh, he does the dirty work in front of the defenders. So, yeah, I think uh, they'll be hurt over there. But, yeah, they've been decent. I think uh, they are kind of enjoying trying to play attacking football more because, I mean, if you look at the players that ATK MB have in the roster, I mean, you'd all, if you just see them separately, you'd be like, yeah, they're attacking players, they're great attacking players, you can go forward with them, you can use their pace, you can use their style, you can use somebody, you can uh, let somebody be, uh, you know, if you're, everybody's out there defending this, boom, who, who you leave as the last man and who can, you know, run forward with the ball and all. So, yeah, you have a lot of great attacking players. So I think they're, they're enjoying uh, trying to go forward a little bit more and trying to play out a more balanced game than say, uh, a Habas who just, who, uh, I think who kind of like uh, focused a bit more on uh, just having a very solid defense. And if you know, you just just go one goal up, you're like, now you hold the foot. Mm-hmm. If you get another goal through the pace of Roy Krishna and uh, stuff, that's okay. But then you hold the foot. So I think now they also have that kind of liberty a little that, you know, even if you get one goal, you go again, you try and get more goals, score as many goals as you want, as you can and stuff like that. So, yeah, I think they're enjoying. I think that overall, there's definitely improvement. Uh, but yeah, I still think uh, they, like uh, Juan Fernando will keep working. 
Okay, if that's the case, we move on to addressing one place that Abrajmina said that ATK Mohan Bagan needs to address, and that is defense. And Bagan has done what Bagan does, has went on. Is the January uh, transfer window? They brought in a player who went abroad uh, with the hope of playing in the Croatian league, but unfortunately couldn't play because he was injured. Came back, joined the team that he left before the, before the start of the season, and he is uh, Sandeep Singh and Orko. What what is the whole? Uh, the whole transfer saga that sandeep jinkan has had going to croatia with the hope of playing in euro but not materializing coming back and now with atk mohan bagan again uh, i mean nice holiday in europe i mean uh, who wouldn't uh, <laughs> want uh, you know uh, a full vacation there but yeah i mean i mean it was expected that as soon as he would come back atk would sign him i i did we expect anything else because right now i think only atk or ATK MB or uh, Mumbai City had the resources to sign. Mm, Absolutely. Right? So uh, and Lorso from the Gore says, "Why work hard just by players?" Yeah, I mean I understand Lorso's frustration because his team is probably the only one that's working really hard in developing players, right? That uh, everyone else seems to cherry pick off. So, so yeah, uh, I, I I completely understand. And I, I mean, I I think a Twitter user uh, had a very nice thread. on uh, what do you say on how to build up hype around european signings how to go to uh, and abby would agree that it, it was popcorn stuff it was it it was it was, it was, it was, it was really, yeah um, so great to ashlesh for putting it out very nicely and i agree with everything uh, ashlesh put out in that thread i mean it's it's something that we've seen time and time and time again right uh, it's not the first it's not going to be the last So uh, I mean, as you have it, Sandeep Singh and back with back with ATK uh, that, MB. That's, right? your, that's your headline. Yeah, I mean, nothing's changed, right? Uh, right. This guy who uh, didn't play the season season six, then season seven he was at uh, you know season seven he was at ATK MB. They they came second, and then he missed uh, half the season this time. So now he's back again. So I mean, has anything really changed apart from his pay packet? We don't know. right so uh, yeah i mean nothing really for me to discuss here i mean i know people want want me to go into the depths of the trans nothing there's, there's nothing interesting that happened uh, and also yeah the the poor media manager of nufc is also made a request <laughs> yeah i i believe i believe this is the media yeah anurag hi uh, i get i get that someone you could have used uh, someone like a rathi at uh, especially given uh, given your injury troubles that you guys have but uh, uh, as uh, navin tweets with the hashtag go woker for local so um, you know like uh, the more players that get chance to do better so uh, yeah i mean crazy and sharad hanif oh, I mean, <laughs> proper movie stuff. 
It's right why you spend on developing players and all, and you can buy Sandesh. He will probably come into that defense and probably make it slightly better. So mm-hmm. uh, in that sense, sure. But I I, I don't see it like okay, uh, it's fine. That's the way ATK goes about. But I honestly, to be fair, to that Anurag, it's actually a good point. Sumit Rathi two years ago was in the emerging players list. Yeah. He has not played in two years. You, he plays sporadically. They spoiled him. They wasted him so badly. Seriously, he should have just gone somewhere else and played. Right. Not that he didn't want to. Let's be yeah. completely fair. With with Rati, they won the league, right? Then they replaced Jingan at 10x the cost of a Rati, and they finished second. It's I can't explain it. Go on, Naveen. ट uh both you know uh match video and uh, detailed stats on an instat or an fb ref there are multiple but no people still are not using signs to the extent that they should right in in indian football that's that's number 1 right the number 2 uh, manju's right when he says that the pool of players that are available are are very few right people often have this fear that you know are like someone's trained at isl level so he is good at isl level someone's good in i league but he's not trained i mean i don't know where that mindset comes from right to be honest this training at isl level i get it the intensity and all of that it's fine but if you look at it a lot of a devendra burgaonga for example is an example right he <laughs> came from the gpl and he played at the asian champions league level right and he's doing pretty well in isl also 
So between the GPL, that's the second division, that's the I League, and you know, so so he came across all of the divisions and he seemed to perform perform well, right? So my my point here is that uh, maybe it's time to look at expanding the pool of players, right? right. Maybe it's the the problem is a lot of players get keep getting recirculated in the system. That is something I will never understand. It's like you're performing. If you're, it's like you're incentivizing failure, right? Is, is, is Raju Gaikwad an example for that? Raju Gaikwad is, right? Uh, certain uh, BFC center back also is, right? Uh, then you have, uh, then you have a center back from Odisha who's, again, like I don't know if he's. So you have people who keep getting circulated in and around. There, there are players. There's a player I won't name, right? He's into his seventh year at an ISL club, right? But he has played, I think, what three matches in seven years, right? So I mean, it's 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 nuts, right? So I think the the thing is that scouting, they you need to have scouts, right? Like now our friend has moved to Hyderabad FC, right? He yeah. just added to the pool of, and you've seen that they've done a good job, right? Now. He's added to the you know uh, additional intelligence that they have, right? So so now there are teams which are coming. You have Goa, you have uh, Hyderabad FC doing it, right? So yeah, I mean I always don't agree with the fact that ex players, you know, or coaches make good scouts. I I don't I don't necessarily agree with that that, that at all. So there are there are multiple uh, problems, but the fact that I I spoke about the market value, right? Manju basically asked me why it was so. These two factors. It is also the problem that uh, the out of sight, out of mind policy doesn't work here, right? right? The the opposite is applied. This this spin that is applied on it is saying if this guy was there, maybe they would have done better, right? One one of the examples I'll tell you. If Mumbai City doesn't perform in the Champions League, right? It, a bunch of Lobera fans will come and say, "Are if Lobera was there, he would have performed. They would have performed well." Right, so this is. I have. I am not joking. I have seen a couple of people who sat out entire seasons, just watching from the stands. People have reported that they were injured. They were not injured. They were in the stands, so so that their market value won't drop. Simple. There have been some very very odd times that people have gone off with suspected injuries, right? Simply because they were having bad matches, so that the market values won't drop. So. I mean, all of these factors. All right, a few questions coming in on that front. First up is something that I tweeted out, and which I like always got a few flack for it. Uh, I tweeted out about the number of foreigners, like having foreigners in the P- uh, KPL, which is due to begin. Uh, do you guys think that it will reduce the number, the pool of players that a- Indian football has? I for one does. Uh, I for one do. I don't. I don't think so. Okay. See, I feel I don't think it will. It really reduces the pool of players. But yes, in terms of say uh, opportunities to players at prime positions, I think it does. Especially because if teams uh, go for uh, foreigners, the first thing that teams would go for uh, if they're by like the position that they'll go for for a foreigner would be the striker position. And then we have this, you know, perennial issue that you don't uh, India doesn't produce strikers. So if I mean, we if at every given level, if uh, foreigners start uh, taking the striker position, where is an Indian going to play in that position? And then you'll obviously not have players in that position to field. 
so yeah i mean i do think in terms of uh, uh, indians getting chances at prime position yes you do suffer but reducing the pool of players no but uh, like uh, yes it makes make sense but we are talking about a fourth tier league in the indian footballing structure whatever it is and to have foreigners there, there when when you know going up the when you climb up the ladder you'll you'll obviously have have foreigners with them because these are few of the arguments that came uh, came in on that entire twitter fact that i got that uh, going down the line in the future if they are to progress they'll end up playing with a lot of foreigners so why not start well was the one thing and just two foreigners in the playing 11 so it doesn't hamper much but like abrishmina said if those two two foreigners are taking up your two key positions you don't have indians who are playing there and which will eventually might go on to hurt the team right look uh, it's a difficult thing to talk about in terms of just playing time because you have maybe maybe maximum three foreigners in one team right maximum that you play in the local division is three most of the time it's two foreigners so your first change is always going to be an indian so that is one secondly in uh, places like kerala where even the sevens league has foreign players right that whole sudani from nigeria if you watch is a very true sort of a thing that sevens league has foreign players and that's a major attraction for them so for them to continue to attract people to come to this league they need to have foreign players who you may not know about them but just the fact right. that there is a foreign player brings more uh, people into the game so if you look at it from the sponsor side of things and everything i think it's fine it's like uh, 30 per players in 300 That's like ten percent or something. Probably just Hari Hari's put out like twenty-two teams and thirty-three foreigners. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's not much player. at all. So uh, yeah. it's I think it's fine. It's a balance that you have to strike, and uh, yeah, it, it is what it is. All right, all right. Well, uh, there were there were few more questions, and that had this had got to do with Hyderabad FC. First one is uh, this one right on your screen now. Jabbar yes, yes. I think we should have replaced him two years ago. Yes, exactly. Yes. Exactly. Yes, please. He was injured, so maybe he is not playing the last game. Yeah, there's something where unanimously can agree. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, Ashish Ashish Rai in place of Pritham will happen. Should happen going down the line. Also, Next one comes. Well, also, also people forget there was one more candidate two years ago who had a blistering season. Rabindas. And yes, and Habas yeah. dropped him. Yeah, yeah. Habas ruined him too. Ruined him too. Yes. All right. So. That that's about that question. Next one comes from Kai, uh, one of our regular listeners. Person who sends a lot of questions. He's a big fan of Sundeep because he's the one who gets all the questions. Is Manolo Marquez a Spanish coach? India deserves, but not the one it needs right now. It probably the other way around. Uh, the one that India needs, probably not one that India deserves right now. Yeah, exactly. Should, exactly. I agree with Sundeep. Yeah. He's a good coach. He's improving the players. So all more power to him. All right. That about those two questions about Hyderabad. We move on. Few more things happened uh, in the ISL. Bagan lose uh, Baganella. What is the team's name? Uh, Mumbai City FC, the champion, the team that did double last time round, losing to Odisha FC. Well, so, <laughs> but uh, I'll go to Orko with this because uh, he's a big fan of Des Buckingham. He wants him to replace Daniel Craig. Better, better suited for him. <laughs> I think the man is devilishly handsome. I think I've said this multiple times before. Yeah. I the I'm I'm sorry. Orko just uh, takes this from me. Okay, I was the one who <laughs> and I spoke to him about it. But his voice is also very nice, and he looks very handsome also. And he has taken this line and said it everywhere. Okay, we'll inform Des in the next press conference that he is yeah. devilishly handsome. 
<laughs> no, but this I'm taking, so don't have get any ideas. Yeah. That's, uh, <laughs> but but that, but that's not your statement. Now we know it's Aprishmina's statement. <laughs> yeah. So, but I I yes, independently yes. think I independently <laughs> think this this is this is devilishly handsome. Can I not? Can I not have an independent opinion of his handsomeness? I I do. Definitely right? you can. Definitely yes. you can. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but yeah, I mean to be honest, yeah. See, uh, I still think, and I think this is the hill I'd rather die on. I still think it's uh, them going to be at the top of the pile come the end of the year because they pulled off some blistering results at the start of the season. Let's be very honest, uh, Mumbai right. City, right? Uh, yes, but something I told at the start of the season: the defense is a problem. You are only a fall, right? You have Metab, who can, who's like Mace. Mace said it was Jackal and Hyde performance. I don't know why he said Jackal and Hyde, right? But uh, it, it like he said, Metab can go either way. Mandar, not a left back, not a not a left winger, somewhere in between, and got like Jerry Momentanga just just took him to school. Oh yeah, right. He, 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 he completely wiped the floor with Mandar. That day, right? Uh, Amay Ranawade again, as somebody who's seen Amay very up and close and made a lot of jokes with Amay at Goa, um, I'm still not sure. The jury is out, right? He did well last year, but uh, maybe so. Maybe right? We're in a we're in a situation where Mumbai might have to upgrade all three positions: left back, centre back, right back. Right? Uh, you have Vignesh, who's not quite recovered from an injury. You have Rakib, yeah. You have Rakib who's fallen out of favor. You have Valpuya who's never been in favor, right? So I don't know. Like I mean, so, suddenly Des has a lot of problem, and Nawaz uh, early season form has deserted him clearly, right? So uh, I don't know. Like suddenly alarm bells. Nawaz, let's just blame it on the collective failure of keepers in the league this time around. It's not just Nawaz. Yeah, no, but but like I said, right, HFC is knocking on their door. So are KBFC. So are Kerala Blasters, right? And ATK are resurgent under Ferrando, right? So suddenly, Mumbai City from being comfortable, yeah, uh, what do you say? Favorites for the league championship. They're looking over the shoulder right now, right? And if I'm not wrong, Hyderabad actually have moved top, I think, on goal difference. Right? Yeah, they have that's how top. we started yeah. the show. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, yeah, my my point is, yeah, and I agree with Joshua also. The, uh, the I mean, slight change is that I would say Goa did well in Champions League because they were, uh, what do you say? They, they were compact. Goa were very compact in the Champions League. Right, and they match the intensity of at least Al Wada and Al Ryan. Persepolis, they never stood a chance to match it. It was some other freakishly high level for them, right? So, yeah, man. I mean, and like I said, I mean, I really want Des to continue, but if they don't make any some moves, and Vinitrai again, I don't understand the move because you have Rowlin, you have Rainier, and Rowlin injured, right? But you have Rainier, you have Apuya also, and you have Jahu. Also, is, is Raul is injured? Like, is, I think Raul is injured? injured. You have Rainier, you have Apuya, and you have Jahu mm. for the number six position. Correct. Correct. Right. So, I don't get the Vinit move either. If in case they are playing two sixes, if they're making playing two sixes, then also I think it's Apuya and Jahu. Correct. Right. I I don't get it.
Right. That about Mumbai City FC, Des Buckingham, problems in plenty for him. Uh, yes, teams have moved ahead. There is a team that's moved ahead of them and there are others who are looking over the shoulders. Orko, you mentioned about Kerala Blasters and on that, like, since you did that and even if you didn't, I was about to move on to Kerala Blasters because, uh, yeah, again, going back to Twitter and all the conversation that happened on Injury Time platform, which usually doesn't happen. It's a, it's a quiet handle, but it wasn't the case over the last few his problem uh, is last few days. Having tweets out his opinions through the injury time handle. Rather than <laughs> Someone has to. You don't know that. <laughs> I don't know that. So if anybody's watching anything that comes in injury time, I have nothing to do with it in the Twitter. Yeah, yeah. He's, just, he's just watching. Yeah. He's just like what uh, King Her- uh, Herod who just watched his hand before Christ was Blasters gone. fan, it's your, oh it's your fellow God. Malayali. It's your fellow Malayali who put out the tweet. Naveen Peter. But I, I'll say this to for the Blasters fan. I just did a podcast with Iran today, the Kerala Blasters yeah. coach. Who? Uh, I've shared the also. thing with Naveen. So it ah, should Bukumana. be again. <laughs> again, he's like, I've shared it now. It's up to him. No, no, no. We'll put it out because I have to edit the audio also. I'll tell you. And that day you put it out. <laughs> okay, okay. Good, good, great. But let's, let's come back to the match. Kerala Blasters, they played Goa. Like, pretty interesting match. But again, highlight was uh, were the referees, uh, Abresh Meena. Uh, keepers are not having a good time this time not but referees are not been having good time in the ISL for quite some time now yeah and I think that particular day see okay uh, I saw a lot of people just saying that when it happens with Kerala people say and all that see oh my god this, least, is, this is the only thing yeah, I have been at least about us we can say that you know there are not too many times we actually Pick up, pick up the topic of referees or blame the referees. Because honestly, I think all of us do understand that uh, referees also, uh, like they're not paid very well. And they there, there are lots of factors that contribute to uh, referees not being very well trained in India. Okay. Well, there's so, something that uh, Sandeep's already written about. So that's something you yeah, can refer to exactly. guys if you want to. Yeah. So... Uh, we don't generally pick up that topic, but that particular day, it was just un in like unbearable. I mean, well, like guys getting sorry, kicked in the shin and not getting a penalty. I was like, oh yeah. my god! Yeah, I was just and then like that Otis Otis uh, yellow card that he got for apparently leaving. Yeah. I mean, I, oh like you god. could see it in like I could see it in real time. The referee was right there. How could he not see that it was a penalty? And mm-hmm. it was just. Little, little instances here and there. Yeah? Somebody else is doing a foul. You're pointing to somebody else. And it's just, it, it was just bizarre. I mean, even Leskovich getting a yellow card uh, was was mad. I mean, and that again, that was something that was uh, against Kerala, right? But it was, again, the fault of the same referee. The referee overall was very bad. And I, I don't know, I read it somewhere. Somebody said it only, I think, that... There were four referees on that, like the four referees on the pitch. You and yet you, you know, mistake an identity and give the yellow card to somebody else. It's just bizarre. It's bizarre. I mean, you're talking about the ISL, right? You're talking about the top division of the country. You can't have a case of mistaken identity like that. I mean, that day, I think, I think the the referees just like they just didn't have the, like their head in the game at all and I think if they just left their brain some, somewhere else and they were just very, very very bad very poor referee 
and this spoiled the game yeah because the game was actually going very well the game was very yeah. good but both the teams were also doing very well but then the refereeing just spoiled the fun of the entire game right. and that is something that annoyed me the most blasters fan i'm well, sorry uh, for abresh mina and navin uh, yeah first of all or go before i throw it to you like i have to say this like i i i came, i saw a lot of messages yesterday why didn't you speak when kerala uh were at the receiving end blah 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 dude we spoke about it we spoke about it at length in our episode you don't listen to our episode not our fault okay why are like, you picking I'm... fights man <laughs> i am not picking any fight i was just chumma putting out a poll we are losing our two subscribers yeah because we is just frustrated guys yeah yeah let's not go there let's not go there let's not go there uh january transfer window few more transfers have happened first up or ko you want to take this one jamshedpur leading vaskis to chennai in january i think uh, owen coyle had uh, owen coyle in his post match conference said all that had to be said he said you know uh, guys uh, i don't know where the score room has come from you know nerka i just have to get the record straight nerka had two goals in 14 games right vaskis for me very moody player like i said uh, when in the mood will score if not has not performed right so clearly clearly i mean it was a change of scenario required for both the club and and player right in this case i would say okay i think can you pull up the vinith one i think someone said vinith yeah yeah that's very that's yeah i think i think i think i think vinith's also fine i think i think that that's that's fine i don't get it from it's not a dumb move from odisha because i mean i think i honestly believe there are a lot of upgrades in the market yeah. for this position right on vinith i know that a lot of people are saying oh vinith started the you know blistering form no uh <laughs> no let's not let's not go there right uh, there are upgrades there are upgrades sitting at isl clubs sitting at i league clubs right i don't get it from mumbai right but yeah, right, odisha right. are clearly planning for the future right so yeah, it. uh it is i think i think odisha uh have done have done the right moves this transform idols they bought in a defender because clearly that indian defender wasn't working out right they've loaned out a, they've loaned out a very player on very high wages who for me may not be worth those those wages right so got it got it like another big move that happened today there's something to add to here vinith uh, yeah. this is guy who i quite like as a player but it's been years that we are waiting for him to make that move from where he was to what he can be that we expect of him mm-hmm. and he sort of stagnated in odisha whatever the reason maybe like he said these on high wages and he's been playing there for a long time maybe there's sort of a comfort level there so uh, probably a good move for him as a player as well because now for him to even have a chance to play in that mumbai midfield he'll have to really really prove uh, a lot yeah of so yeah so that way yes but my feeling is there is no way he dislodges Uh, no he probably yeah. not because look even rawlin injured or not for him to now yeah, he, even rawlin doesn't yeah even rawlin doesn't get a look in right and rawlin is very good right yeah, and he he has yeah. to come back from injury prove you have to upstage apuya was probably one of the best indian players yeah and yeah. jahu who is probably yeah. the best foreign player who yeah, basically so, so we need fourth choice yeah we need this fourth choice in that in that yeah. midfield right now and in terms of vasquez like uh, orko said moody player the problem also with vals cases if he is not scoring he does not provide you with much there are other strikers right. let's say ogbeche doesn't score but his contribution to the game is a lot more like aridane last year for hyderabad was the same 
or uh, Clayton for BFC to an extent with this movement. So I agree with Joshua. Yeah. Yeah. So there are players who can oh. do. Or go as a fan. There are players who can do a lot without strikers who can provide a lot without scoring goals. Valdez is it. not that guy. So when yeah. he is not scoring, uh, it's a problem. Also, I think Slok mentioned this. I don't know about his uh, exact details. I think few years ago. When he was the top scorer in Chennai, he was getting a lot of goals that are uh, low XG goals. Yeah, like it was just he was in form and everything he hit went in. So for him to you have to push him into that level for him to be that striker that we know he can be. So it's maybe going back to an environment that he yeah, sort of knows. Balsky Bals- has had one and a half underwhelming seasons now. To be yeah. very honest, one and a half. Yeah. All right. Well, moving on, guys. There's one more transfer no, to talk about. Vidya Sagar is he's, he's not injured. No, no. Let's let's finish the transfer. Then we can go to Vidya Sagar. There's Marcelino okay. who's joined North East United from Rajasthan because I League might not happen this time around, given the situation that it is in. And Rajasthan for uh, like for a, for a brief moment yesterday looked like they had pocketed the league. Abhishek Mina, Marcelino is back in the ISL playing, not playing. We don't know, but he's there back. Yeah, uh, I think he. I think he'll play also. I mean, northeast may northeast. He's. It's a good move in his sense. Like if you see for him as a player, I think it's a decent move. And he'll get uh, game time over there. He'll play also at northeast most definitely. Uh, with Rajasthan, I mean, like what do I even say? Like, like let, I don't let's know. Let's talk about the bigger picture. What's happening with the I League? Yeah, they were giving lectures on how to conduct a bio bubble to the Nepal. I I, I, I league, nee, wo guy league. Hai. Chali gayi hai, <laughs> no, I, I, I honestly league. legitimately doubt if it will restart. Yeah. yeah. No, no, yeah. so I was speaking to somebody thing. inside the bubble yesterday. Huh. It doesn't it doesn't look good at all. Wo, and that guy was very forthright. He was like, char, char mein kya hoga? What will happen in four weeks? <laughs> Nothing will happen. He's like, What do you mean you'll take a call after four weeks? And he was very forthright in his assessment. He's like nothing will happen. He's like the worst that can the best that can happen is that the teams might play one leg this okay. this year. That's it. All right. But when this actually happened, I was taken back to our last episode where Orko spoke, spoke about how uh, I League eventually like actually works. Like you get friends together, and I was like, what bubble? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I told you we breaked it. This. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> we broke it apparently. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, like on that note, there is uh, this question that uh, Kai had sent. Any chances of? I think first bit is already answered. Let's question. Second uh, bit. Second bit. Five teams play, staying in a. There are five teams staying in one hotel, right? Five teams. Me to yari dosti ye sab hogi. Mera number one ye sab to hogai. So I mean, it is it is expected. It is expected. Let us all Kolkata also is ready. Really not conducive for this league because Goa, whatever said and done, uh, everybody has their own hotels and it's yeah. easy to commute. The cases have never gone beyond a certain point in Goa, uh, yeah. but Kolkata is in very bad shape and they have now. Yeah, started Bengal with, as a whole is in tatters, especially with uh, this Omicron variant of the virus. Yeah, and also I, for for them to crack down also is tough, yeah. and the travel and everything is tough there. So. Uh, it's going to be really, really difficult. Maybe a curtail league is the best possible solution. But I think, and it's so bad for the teams also. As it is, they are running pillar to post without making any money. Hmm. Then, but uh, as someone who stayed in Goa, Goa doesn't have great medical facilities. Yeah. But the bubble 
has been airtight for a second season running because yeah. you see in the IPL also the IPLs also had breaches the IPL right. also got suspended right mm-hmm. same thing with the I League right and same thing with a lot of these bubbles that have happened yeah. right yeah. the ISL bubble I don't know whichever company is in charge but like off the bubble that is yeah kudos bubble company bubble company no there are bubble companies by the way there are companies okay. by the way which 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 provide these services for example when the ipl was in dubai there was a different uh, company than the one that was managing the bubble in in chennai in in india okay. that is there are there are, there are who said covid did not give you jobs covid gives you jobs yeah. <laughs> i think you started right, another company question myself huh? Yeah, yeah, I'll just read the question. Over. Recently, some no, no, he's slowly, slowly moving. Let's see if we can. <laughs> <laughs> okay, he's gone. Like, fuck that. Yeah, so, recent... uh, yeah, Kai has asked a question. Recently, some ISL fans accused Mohammedan sporting of mixing religion with sports. Yeah, ridiculous. Is Mohammedan sporting now only release based community club in India and should be considered rebranding? What? So, look, uh, I'll say this about Mohammedan sporting, right? They have always been associated with that religion. Because uh, from the history onwards, when they broke into the larger context in the 1930s with uh, five back-to-back uh, titles in the, in the league, in the Calcutta League, they were a club that had wide Muslim support. And there was problems caused because of that by the IFA at that time, which uh, did not favor them at all. Mm. So all these things have happened. So I don't think you can just throw away a history uh, just because some people have their... Uh, uh, have some problem with this when you can't accuse them or anything and this is not the only uh, religion based community club in india i think hyderabad has a few um, there are a few others also i think uh, in kerala also i think there are yeah, but see, none of them at this level for sure see, ah, that's what this is where mormon sporting has got to a very high level that's it you have mm-hmm. you have see uh, you have mohan bagan also who who have always been associated with uh, ghatis the the guys from this part of Bengal, you have East Bengal who were originally associated with, let's say, Bangals, right, from from the eastern side of Bengal. So, I mean, all of this, essentially, you have Celtic and Rangers, Celtic, uh, so one is Protestant, one is Catholic, right? So, Celtic is Catholic. Yeah, so one is Protestant, one is Catholic, right? So, I mean, are you going to tell them to shed their identity? You can't, right? You can't, you can't do it because essentially... That is the start of start of everything, right? Football club started because of some shared identities they had. Like, for people who support Manchester United, they start off as a group of railway workers, right? So, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I actually think uh, for, uh, for Mormon and Sporting, right, it's a very good idea for sustainability. They can get funding from all the way from, let's say, Malaysia to the Gulf. Like, the world is there oyster if they choose to if they choose to really in, ca- capitalize on it right i actually don't think there's any any problem at all with this and honestly it's as simple as that it just uh, the whole accusation thing just comes out of the environment we're having in the country as a whole in the uh, in terms of the political scenario that's it it's yeah and to be honest to be honest in the 30s you had clubs known as the hindu gymkhana club also you are the Hindu club also. You have the young Christian club also. So you have all of this, right? To be honest, uh, are Mormon and Sporting not? Uh, they, do do they not have Hindus? They have Hindus. Like, like they they they're not they're not uh, being what is restrictive in their 
uh, what do you say? And they, I mean, there was a time when they didn't, but uh, later yeah, on they... see, there was a time when Mohan Bagan didn't have foreign players also, hmm. right? But things change. They change. It's they are at least trying make an attempt to be a professional outfit after some nine ten years after a gap of a long time, right? They came back to the I League. They won the second division and all of that. I think boy, unnecessary controversy for some by some ISL fans maybe. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, honestly we have to look at our history and culture, culture also, yeah. and take into account where these clubs are coming from. Uh, like Mohan is going in the in the context of an Indian historical perspective in football is a massive club. They had the player Salim yeah. who went on to play for Celtic and came back uh, and all that. They are so the first Indian club to to be to win the Rovers Cup. Yeah, the first, first Indian, Indian club. club to wear boots. The first uh, Indian club to win a foreign tournament, the Aga Khan yeah. uh, Cup in 1959. Yeah. They were absolute visionaries in the 30s because yeah. uh, they the story goes that they were the first ones to wear boots. Yeah. And they didn't wear it full time. They wore it only when it rained. So they would have the boots on the sidelines hmm. and uh, play barefoot. When it rains, they'll wear the boot and suddenly they are almost unplayable. Hmm. And they could get players from Hyderabad and all these places because of their identity. And they dominated for a long time and paid a price for it also from the Indian Football Association, yeah, yeah, yeah. Calcutta, uh, who was at that I think people just forget place. history. People just forget history and our culture when it comes yeah, to Absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, Naveen is actually out of uh, the thing because I think his internet is conked off. Hmm. So, uh, let's look at his, one of the questions that has been sent on Twitter is uh, by a friend of mine. He has asked a little bit about Goan football history because it, uh, I think Marcus was talking about... Um, being them playing football back in before Brazil. So I did some digging from the literature I had. So basically, the history of Goan football is different from the rest because it came from a Portuguese uh, background rather than British background. Started around 83, like Marcus said. Uh, it's like the church's way of uh, similar to how British brought football, which is their muscular Christianity is what they try to impose through football. And that's the same way that these uh, Portuguese also brought it in. And they introduced it into schools Churches have schools and the ground. That's basically how they were set up back it's, in the day. It's similar to how football grew in South America as well as in places exactly. like Yeah, in because Mizoram. Brazil is also Portuguese, right? Yeah, yeah. In, so, no, uh, even in Mizoram, right? Essentially, yeah, exactly. religion was the driver for for football because Mizoram is a very space-constricted place. right? It's a very narrow place. So, the only place they could play are like front yards of churches. Right? So... So this way, uh, football grew in in both yeah. in Goa and in yeah. Uh, and Pisa, Goa is a little bit different in in the from the rest of the world that uh, rest of the country rather is because it's like a village setup in Goa, which is sort of ideal for this because hmm. each village had a certain relationship with the community and the caste and all of those uh-huh. a tight identity, which sort of helped them because uh-huh. they would play against each other, local population. No, I'm saying e- even today, panchayats actively absolutely. Kalangut, Salset, they actively send uh, Youth Club of Manora, right? Yeah. So they they actively send. Yeah, sorry, yeah, so... I disagree with Joshua. That is not the statue that Goa deserved. Probably a Bruno Coutinho statue would have been better yeah, for but, me. Uh, yeah, I've been, I'm not getting into that. I'm still sticking with the history only. History, yeah. yeah. Then uh, because then they grew sort of because of the economic growth that happened in Bombay. A lot of these people, a lot of Goans migrated there. And they carried uh, their identity with different villages in football. Hmm. And uh, they set up their own teams over there also. Hmm. So then that became like this uh, connection that they maintained with Goa. 
and uh, social ties and everything happened over there and uh, you can see goan clubs uh, named with goans fc goans sc goan etc in mumbai it's there in bangalore it's there uh-huh. so that's where they come from uh, historically and then uh, 1950s obviously portuguese had this pressure to leave india because india was independent and they were trying to hold on to that area and they said we are distinctly non indian because we are more portuguese etc and football was a means for them to show that they were different and uh, then all these industrial organizations came through you know salgaokars dempos all these mining people also came in hmm. and uh, that also helped lift the profile of the league and uh, move on and they had a uh, two division league in 1950 itself okay so they started really yeah. early with this hmm. so that culture was really really deeply seeped into it and when portuguese actually left there was a lot of discussion whether goa will join maharashtra and uh, mysore which is karnataka now mysore state at that time they also wanted it in the jurisdictions there was a lot of politics based on religion and uh, all those but eventually they became their own entity and this patorda that they built was a sort of a monument to their identity that they have constructed as a showpiece for this is goan identity this is goan football look at this massive uh, political context wala huge stadium that is built mm-hmm. so to this day like you said all these village tournaments continue uh, they play against each other and this mm-hmm. that is why goa is special and uh, sort of different but similar to northeast in a lot of ways for a, a yeah but yeah yeah for a 180 km stretch goa has 210 registered clubs yeah that's insane right that's insane and that's also insane. tell you one thing i've seen this in pune i've seen this in places which have a which don't have football culture the malayalis the goans and to an extent the bengalis they are the ones who start clubs also in pune for example the goans have a club the malayalis have a club yeah i know the malayali my friend used to play for that uh, yeah i forgot the club's uh, name right now right yeah. but i'm saying wherever they go they take their football culture along with them which is really heartening to see and honestly uh goa is a gold mine when it comes to football like i honestly honestly saying this right uh but yeah i mean the work that fc goa also doing there is fantastic with the community and and and, and all of those guys right uh the work that the likes of derek clifford ravi akshay all put in amrit loki they all put in like is is, is amazing there so uh but not to forget the old timers also and imagine a imagine a place where if the association was better right there are six powerhouses there are six powerhouses there's vasco there's salgaokar yeah. there's dempo there's sporting there's churchill Sport. and there's fcgoa right yeah. Yeah. can you name any other place today which has six powerhouses right maybe a bengal at which upon once upon a time the bhavanipur toliganj agragami were big clubs united sc were big clubs right but even till today these clubs the toliganj is a better cricket team Yeah, perhaps I don't know, right? <laughs> but uh, I don't follow cricket. But but I'm saying Goa, incredible. What do you say? Incredible potential, football-wise, mm-hmm. right? Especially because of what Sandeep said, the village tournaments that happen Correct. are the essentially the breeding grounds of, for example, Princeton started playing someone like Princeton, someone like Gama, someone like Gama comes from. Uh, I actually forgot the place name, but it's a place where. It's a it's a very rough style of football they play, right? And that helped in like toughening Gama up, right? Even inside Goa, there are places which play different styles of football, right? 
ఫర్సాంగ్సాంగ్సాంగ్సాంగ్సాంగ్సాంగ్సాంగ్సాంగ్సాంగ్సాంగ్సాంగ్సాంగ్సాంగ్సాంగ్సాంగ్సాంగ